Welcome to True Spirituality Network. We are focused on spreading the gospel of God's love across the world. The Bible says, There is no fear in love, and perfect love casts out every fear. As you feed on God's love for you, allow His love to cast out every fear, worry, and anxiety. God loves you. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the praise. Thank you because you are love and we are your beloved. We are the only recipient of your agape love. Thank you, Jesus. We celebrate you, Jesus. We give you all the praise, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. We celebrate you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. And Lord, we pray that as we fly into your world, we pray you open our eyes to see Jesus in the beauty of his holiness and let your name be glorified. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. And let God's people say, Amen. Amen. Okay, true spirituality. Everybody fly to the book of First Corinthians 2.14. The Bible says, the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. The natural person, as long as you are natural in your approach to the things of the Spirit, the Bible says you can't receive. Now, to receive means you are on the receiving end. God always give. How did you get saved? You didn't have to beg God, please, Lord, if it's by your mercy, if you will. No, technically, before you were formed, God sent Jesus to take your place. At salvation, we received everything Jesus has already done on our behalf. The reason why people will go to hellfire is not because Jesus didn't die for their sins. It's because they failed to receive the forgiveness that Jesus brought to offer everybody on the surface of the earth. Jesus took all our place. Jesus didn't die for Christians. He died for the whole world. So he died for everybody. But to be born again, you have to receive that which he has done on your behalf. People understand that when it comes to salvation. And I thought about this yesterday. But for example, when it comes to healing, people feel as if they have to beg God. When it comes to prosperity, where did we get the notion that you must beg God? God, God have mercy. Who are you? Are you just okay? <laughs> Who said to be saved, you only have to receive but you see, for you to be blessed by God, for you to be healed, for you to prosper, and you think you have to achieve, something is wrong somewhere. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 5 that how much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life. If you understand how to receive from God, then you understand that most of the things you pray for, they are not supposed to be prayer points. Most of them. 
For example, another believer is saying, Lord, please make me righteous. If you are saved, the Bible says you are the righteousness of God. And then understanding that righteousness has been worked in your spirit as your identity will make you naturally live right. Living right is a fruit of knowing that you are already standing right with God in Christ Jesus. Jesus made you sit at the right hand of the Father. You didn't achieve it. You received that. Must you just hang what you are supposed to receive? It's like a, a grant or a stipend or a pocket money. You don't have to achieve it. What you achieve is salary. You don't achieve a gift. If somebody is to call you right and they send you a gift, it's a gift. You don't have to say, how much did you buy it? It's insulting to say things like that. When it comes to salvation, we all received the abundance of grace. We received the fact that Jesus took our place. We believe and we receive. In fact, the Bible says in John chapter 1 verse 12, it says, Holy Spirit, don't put my hand. Okay, as many as believed him, he gave power to become sons of God, even as many that receives him. Okay, maybe I'm mixing it up. Somebody have been put John 1 12. As many that have received him, okay, I think that's the context. He gave power to be sons of God, even as many that have believed in his name. One of the two. But basically, emphasis was on receive. 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 Forgiveness is to be received. God allowed Jesus to take your place, but you have to receive forgiveness. You have to understand that, okay, I believe just took my place and I received his forgiveness. You received salvation. You received the Holy Spirit. Paul, we always ask, you say, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? These things are to be received because they are gifts. Gifts are to be received. The promise of the Holy Spirit was on God, not on you. The promise of eternal life was not on you. It was on God. If you don't even first of all understand that the promise of the Holy Spirit is on God, God made a promise, not you. He didn't make the promise because of what you did. He made the promise independent of you. You're supposed to receive. The reason why people feel like, well, I've been praying for the Holy Spirit for, to fill me up for the past three months, for the past two years. How many of you are, are in that category? Some of us pray for, to, to, for, to be filled with the Holy Spirit for a long time because we're trying to achieve him. We were really trying to achieve it. We were extensively trying to achieve the Holy Spirit. And it's almost as if the more we try to achieve, the more we feel as if he is far from us. And some preachers are not even making it easy for people. Preachers say, well, I shut down for one month before I had an encounter. So I'm person think, okay, 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 key to having an encounter, shut down for one month. Yes, in context, avoid distraction. But it's not a formula. My experience is not your own formula. The scripture is all of our standard. If that works for you, fine. But it is not the standard. The apostles waited 10 days in the upper room to receive the Holy Spirit. It is not the standard. They received because they were even the first set of people to receive these things. After their time, the Holy Spirit came and dwelt already among us. To get somebody filled with the Holy Spirit is one of the simplest things. If you understand, you are not trying to achieve, but you are trying to receive. To help people receive is very simple. Very, very simple. To receive your healing is very simple. Most of the time, you get, we get natural with these things. We want to achieve them. And then we fall under this category, 1 Corinthians 2.14. The natural person cannot receive. Can't receive the things of the Spirit. It's not because God is not giving things from the Spirit. It's because the natural person is trying to achieve. And you can't achieve spiritual things. You have to receive spiritual things. It is to be received. 
not achieve and if you want to be natural with your thinking approach about it you end up trying to achieve what you're supposed to receive if you have been natural in your approach you can't receive because you enter achieve mode you think you're trying to receive and then you see something like i've been praying for god to heal me for the past three months no that's not my god no that's not my god that's not my god we are praying to you have to quit thinking natural and discern your healing and I believe that today feel as if it's not healed because the pain is still in the leg. If you are waiting for the pain to go before you believe that you are healed, then you still don't understand the mystery of Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11 says, whatever things you desire, listen, when you pray, believe. When you pray, believe, you have received and you shall have it. And I believe that today puts it the other way around. And I wants to pray and then receive and then so he can believe. That is a natural kind of thinking. You have to believe you have have it and you shall have it. Okay, technically, you have to believe you have received and you shall have whatever you say. Mark chapter 11. Whatever things you desire, when you pray, no, you already have it. That if they tell you to pray about it, you say, no, 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 I already prayed about this last week. So I already have it already. I'm not trying to have it. I already have it. When you see people today going on mountains, feeling as if they have to persuade god they have to add fasting to mix it up with their prayer so that the god can be moved and they'll say ah oh, no no this guy have tried that is not the god you serve that is in quote another picture of god you have on your head if you have the real image of god the real picture of god on your head and you have a good opinion about god god is so simple you need the help of man to complicate him there are so many things that god has made so simple you really need people to misquote, to misinterpret for you to get it wrong. So many simple things in the scripture. Every single place in the scripture, you're a Bible student, that the God people feel the Holy Spirit. The question they always ask is, have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? It is, have you received, received? Today, in an average church, they want to get people feel the Holy Spirit. They say, oh my God, you have to clap. They put emphasis back on you. You have to do this. You have to do that. You are, you are, you are opening your eyes. You, 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 you. The promise of the Holy Spirit was not made by you for a start. It is supposed to be, have you received? We are, we are, to receive at times looks so simple that people complicate it. They feel as if you must do something. Do, do, do. And the more you put emphasis on you doing, you are trying to be natural in your approach to the things of the Spirit. You can't receive it. Naturally. You can't receive if you are trying to do. Because if you are to receive, you are supposed to rest not stress thank you believe me the bible says mark 11 24 nlt i tell you you can pray for anything in black and white this is in all of our bibles anything and if you believe you have received it stop okay let me finish it it will be yours the bible didn't say it will be yours or better still when you see that it's yours then you can believe and every believer today is waiting for physical manifestation before he or she believes that is exactly how an unbeliever thinks they don't believe until they see they look for signs so that they can know that mm. sometimes you go somebody asks me he said she wants to please god i said you can't please god <laughs> i said because it takes faith to please god you pleasing god is not on you it's not on doing some people came to me they said jesus what must we do to inherit eternal life. You can't achieve those things. Jesus broke their heart. Jesus said, you know what? Just believe. That, that, that was an abrave for them. 
they came prepared they wanted just tell them oh very simple just pray and fasting pray seven days don't eat anything for seven days and that they wanted to do the moment you begin to place everything on you doing they are trying to unfinish the finished works of christ when you got saved you are not listening maybe trying your best and someday you will sit down you are starting your journey from a place of rest when you got saved automatically in the spirit you are seated in christ in the heavenly places fireball principalities and power you need to understand your christian work is from a place of rest not maybe you get to the place of rest try your best but we not miss it you know those prayers they pray all those prayers may, may you not miss it may you not feel are you okay the god you are serving is not a failure where are you getting your own failure orientation failure consciousness from are you listening to another voice outside because god had to ask adam adam who told you you are naked because i now have clothed you with the garment of righteousness somebody else must have told you something else before you can think and feel you are naked you are starting these things from the place of rest you want to receive spiritual things you want to see manifestation you have to rest it is against what you you popularly hear you want to see god's anointing much when your life should i tell you what to do don't do anything you have to only believe you have much of god's anointing in your life picture how you want to be on fire for god you don't have to do to get there you have to believe that what jesus did has given you what you are picturing and god is able to do exceedingly above that level of what you can think or imagine we have complicated the simplicity of god god wants to be so known he wrote 66 major books about himself and then after a while in the whole testament after 27 books people still didn't get the express image of god so god in his wisdom allowed jesus to come and die for us but jesus would have just come and just okay jesus you are born now okay good. die for the sins of your but god allowed jesus to go through three years of ministry so that god can tell you this is who i am i am this simple and then jesus the man one time on the sabbath and they attacked him they're like what you don't you know you're not supposed to heal on the sabbath they were not conscious of tradition over the fact that that guy has a testimony that god has healed him so they were elevating tradition jesus according to the book of colossians in him the fullness of of, of the god that draws and what i say is the express image hebrews 1 3 the express image anything you can't find in jesus you can't find in god so when the misconception about god so god has to send jesus jesus Come and represent me. People have misrepresented me. They think I'm a hard God. They, and I have to tell them, I am love. God is love. You can call God any other thing, but the Bible specifically makes us understand God is love. That is very direct. Technically, you can say love is God. But that loving nature of God, nobody was seeing it. They felt as if that guy must be sick. On the sabbath rather than him being healed the people in the church pharisees in that the that the pastors of that guy they are the pastors of that guy that was healed they don't care about his testimony they care more about the father traditions jesus broke a rule sabbath and just was making him understand the rule i gave about sabbath is not more of a physical rest is a spiritual rest that you're not supposed to lay emphasis on the things you are doing you're supposed to be resting and allow god to work that's why Jesus said, even God, Jesus is, he said, even God is some, something, even on the Sabbath. And then the Jesus that came to represent God seemed to be different from most of the opinion people already have about God. And then Jesus came to spend time with Zacchaeus and they were talking. Wow, 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 wow. This guy, this guy, and they call himself a prophet. <laughs> and he's eating with sinners. And he's saying he's a, he's a preacher. And he's saying he's a teacher. 
And actually, God didn't come for those that are, in quote, well in their own sight. He came for the sick. He came for the sinners. That's why exactly he came. If you want to really get the best opinion about God, you have to sit with your Bible and study the life of Jesus. If you are too busy to study the life of Jesus, you will never fully understand the real nature of God. See how Jesus healed people in the Bible. He didn't allow anybody to do 10 things to be healed. The only time, as far as I know, Jesus had to take a man out of his city to go and get him healed outside the city is because there were so many unbelief in that city. So God had to separate him from his environment. The environment was not uh, conducive. It, it was toxic for the man. So God had to first of all heal him first, or heal, in quote, his environment, his atmosphere, before God healed him. And the God people seem to know is one God. You do right, he loves you. You do wrong, he judge you. Until when Jesus came. And then make us understand, he hasn't come to condemn the world. Because whoever doesn't believe in Jesus, he's already condemned. You don't have to condemn the condemned already. You know the reason why I don't preach message of condemnation? People feel as if you have to preach condemnation so people can know they are doing the wrong thing when they do the wrong thing. Sir, you don't need a man to tell you you are doing the wrong thing when you do the wrong thing. When I do something wrong, I know I've done something wrong. You don't have to come and tell me and come and add and become more voice, extra voice, apart from the in quote voice we are of the accuser already. When an avid is still trying to understand Romans 8.1, that is therefore no condemnation for those in Christ, and every preacher is still trying to preach, preach more condemnation for the guy. And the guy is not hearing any voice that is quoting the scripture to him. All the all what the guy is hearing is the voices of, hey, you've done this, you've done this. It doesn't really heal. It doesn't make all the difference. You're trying to redefine the guy in his, in his mind. So the guy is not just thinking that he has done something wrong. He's not beginning to see himself as the something that is wrong. And they want to assess spiritual things. So the guy wants to pray. He's like, God... And then he remembers what the preacher said about everybody that has ugly past like he does. And then they can't pray. Because he's natural in his approach. He's like, God, I don't think I've, I deserve this. I don't think I deserve to be blessed. I don't think I deserve a good marriage because of what has happened in my past. You are being natural. You have to quit thinking natural and start thinking spiritual. Because the Bible says if any man is born, is born of Christ, is a new creature. All things passed away. That's a spiritual mindset. If you don't embrace that mindset, you won't be able to expect good in the future. And then everybody say, God, why me? No. Renew your mind because the natural person, as long as you're still logicalizing your life, oh my God, I did this in my past when I was young. I don't think I deserve best in the future. You are still natural that is fact but it's still natural as long as you still natural you can't receive the things of the spirit so god has a greater plan for your life greater plan for your future but you're still natural you're still saying i don't deserve it i deserve judgment i deserve the worst because why you have the ugly past so you're just being natural if you really want to remain natural just know you can't receive the things of the spirit it's not because god is not giving it's because you are not receiving you have to make sure you are not bringing the old wine skin to come and take the new wine when you are coming into the presence of God, you have to redeem your mind and approach Him, not based on logicality, but based on faith. We all get the good we don't deserve today because He just took all the bad He didn't deserve. If you want to be natural about your approach to God, you think you have to deserve something before you can receive it, then you are natural. The Bible says you can't receive the things of the Spirit of God. If you think that the reason why God is doing something in your life is because, wow, well, you've tried. That, that's a wrong notion already. Everything we are getting today in Christ, we are getting because of Jesus. God was pleased with Jesus. And automatically, Jesus has brought us to where he is. So God is pleased with you. You can get the good you don't deserve 
if you begin to believe the word of God for what it says. Hallelujah. So the natural person can understand the things of the spirit. Don't logicalize God. Don't logicalize God. Don't just logicalize God. At the end of the day, you won't end up receiving from him. You want to pray for somebody to be healed, you're like, oh my God, ah, this person has ugly past. This person is living a wayward life. I don't think he will be healed. Who cares about that? Every time Jesus was healing people in the scripture, he didn't say, wait, 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 before you come, do you pay your tithes? No, you don't, right? Yeah? Left, go to left, go to left. He didn't say, wait, 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 are you having issues with your partner? Oh, you are. Wait, 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 I see that on your head. Okay, you know what? Stay at the back. Let people that pay their tithes, let them come first. Jesus never said anything like that. Papa said he healed them all. God is so simple, you need the help of man to complicate him. God is so simple. You need somebody to come and complicate him for you. God is simple. I don't know the notion of God you have on your head. I don't know how far you think you want to pray. If I ask everybody right now, in your mind right now, think about something you really, really desire from God. Anything you desire before the end of the year. You say, okay, but let's pray about let's pray about every anything we desire from the Lord. If you think you have to pray for that thing, how long do you think you have to pray for it before you can get it? Think about it. Your answer in your mind has its influence or is directly in quotes a product of what you think about God. Do you understand what I just said? And last month, was it last month or two months ago? Myself and my partner pay for something very casually. And one of the reasons why we're going to pray casual prayers is because, and I preach sometimes, and I preach on the fact that your prayers are not being answered because you fast, because you pray. Long prayers. Long prayers is good to, in quote, avoid unbelief from setting in. But repeating prayers, adding fasting, mixing fasting, and your intention is to, if God sees how far you can go, maybe you'll have mercy on you, is a wrong motivation already. Of course, few people still get their hands out because God is a merciful God. And God will allow you to walk like that for a while until he brings you into maturity. You know, there's so many things we do today that they are not scriptural in our approach to God. But yet, we get answers. You know why? God still comes down to our level. God, for example, or for a start, incarnation of God. God becoming Jesus. You know, Jesus is the body of God. And then the only body Jesus had when he was about to die, he gave it up for you and I, so that we today can become the new body of Christ. That's powerful, actually. I should say that again. Jesus is the body of God. And then when Jesus was about to die, he gave up his body. His body was broken so that your body can be put together. And then when he resurrected, we became the new body of Christ. Every believer today combined, we are called the body of Christ. Anyway, that's my message. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Our fasting doesn't move God. When we fast, is to avoid unbelief, doubt. Every time you pray, as long as you pray in the name of Jesus, immediately you pray, your answer, prayers are answered. Wait, 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 yinka, yinka, yinka. Because I've been praying for something for the past few months, I didn't get a result for a start. Sorry, but let me just say this. You have a wrong opinion about God. But let me still help you. If you pray for something two months ago, and then you didn't see the answer two months after, let me first help you to really make it more easy for you. Because you can get your answer before the end of the year. Let me help you. It's not on God. I've taught on Daniel chapter 9, Daniel chapter 10 before. God is so simple. You will need a man to complicate God. He's so simple. So, so simple. 
you need a man to complicate him. If I show you something in the Bible, you'll be amazed. And I've showed you guys Daniel chapter 9 before. Let, let me show you again. Daniel chapter 9, Daniel was praying a prayer. And then, thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And then he was praying a prayer. I was like, God. And he started from chapter 9, from verse 4. He said, I prayed to the Lord, my God, and confessed. And then he started praying. He started praying from Daniel chapter 9, verse 4. And then he stopped the prayer point. Listen. He stopped the prayer point. In verse 20. The is while I was praying and speaking and confessing my sins and the sins of my people and making my request known to the Lord. While I was in prayer, verse 21, Gabriel, the man I have seen in my earlier vision, came to me. Angel Gabriel showed up. If you read the prayer point from verse 4 of Daniel chapter 9 to Daniel chapter 20, chapter 9, verse 20, verse 4 to verse 20, that's the prayer point. If you sit down to read it, and you time yourself, it will take you up to two to three minutes to finish reading it. Three minutes, approximately, to finish reading it. So Daniel prayed, and then he got results after three minutes. I mean, everybody wants to be like Daniel. Everybody wants to be that person. Well, ah, I pray for her to be healed. And then she was healed three minutes after. Everybody loved that, right? Everybody loved that kind of result. You pray for something, you get it immediately. You say, God, I need this, and you still get it that particular day. That's really, really awesome. But this is the part that will really blow your mind. This is the part that's going to blow your mind. That's going to blow your mind. Now listen. The next verse. When Inja Gabriel came, Inja Gabriel said something to Daniel. And if you understand what he said, it will really change your perspective about your work with God. You understand God is simple. You need the help of man to complicate him. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. Listen. Verse 22 says, He, talking about angel, He instructed me, and said to me, Daniel, I have come to you to give you insight and understanding. Stop. Daniel was known actually for his spirit of excellence, wisdom, and understanding. This is Angel Gabriel, a spirit coming to meet human, saying, I want to give you understanding and insight. What you're about to hear right now is understanding and insight, not from the words of a mouth. This is an angel. This is at the words of an angel. This is mystery. So Pay close attention to what an angel wants to tell a human. And the angel said it is mystery, insight, and understanding. If an angel wants to tell you insight and understanding, then you should pay attention to insight and understanding. So verse 23, listen to what insight and understanding is. So guys, everybody, this is powerful. The Bible says, verse 23, angel Gabriel talking. As soon as you began to pray, a word went out, which I've come to tell you. Stop. This is the part that makes all the difference for people. I, I, I have some ridiculous testimony that if I share with you guys, you'll be, you'll be scared. As soon as, I prayed for something a few months ago, close to over five months ago, I never repeated the prayer about it. Because I know I prayed for it. I know I read, God has already done it. I, at times you get tempted to pray the prayer point, no, 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 I already prayed for this one. You don't have to repeat prayer points. The angel said, as soon as you began to pray, a word went out. Think about it for a moment. Every single time you pray, the moment you begin to pray, think about it, that God sends a word. Have you ever thought about it? I know I took time to teach on this particular verse or chapter in on a podcast. The, the title of this message is The Mystery oh, oh, Prayer ETA. If you Google Prayer ETA, Estimated Time Arrival by Akimeka, it's going to bring the podcast. You should listen to it if, if you missed it. But long story short is this. I'm trying to make you understand 
the nature of God you understand will really determine your work with God. It will really, really go a long way. God is simple. And if you don't approach him the simple way, if you are trying to logicalize God, you want to natural approach him from your natural mind, you can't receive spiritual things. And it's not because it's not being communicated. It's because you are naturally, you approach to it. So you can't receive. To receive spiritual things, you have to spiritually discern them. What I'm about to share with you, these are spiritual realities. Every believer should know about this. The Bible says, as soon as you began to pray, this is the moment you began to pray. But wait, 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 Gabriel. How, why did it take you three minutes to show up? Because you said as soon as I began to pray. And you said you want to tell me insight and understanding. And you said as soon as I began, began to pray. Then why did it take you three minutes? Well, reasons the Bible didn't reveal. Maybe in the Gabriel had to take some toothbrush or some toothpaste in heaven. Or because it, where he was, maybe he was on the other end of the earth. And before he could come to the new part of the earth. And then he knew, well, he should. It, it took him three minutes. But long story short is this, Daniel's perspective, Daniel would think, oh my God, yeah, while I was praying, have you ever had people say, while I was praying before, and then you try it in your own house, you pray, 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 and then while you are, while you are praying, nothing happened, you want God to speak to you, while you are praying, you pray, 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 pray for two hours, you didn't hear anything, <laughs> because you say, while I was praying, God told me, and then you pray, pray, God didn't tell you, and you feel bad, <laughs> let me tell you something, it doesn't change anything, the moment you prayed, God answered. But you know, that's not logical. Exactly. That's why we have to walk by faith and not by sight. If people can use the same concept of how they get saved, they can use it for every other approach in their work with God. It will make all the difference. You want to be healed. You don't you know you don't have to do because when you got saved, you didn't do. You only believe and you received. When it comes to healing, you believe, you received. When it comes to prosperity, you believe you received. And every believer today thinks he is fighting poverty. Who lied to you? And then because you are poverty conscious, you are in Zion, no? you are still poverty conscious. I don't want to poor God, please. I reject poverty. poverty. And if they want to hear a big amen from your mouth, those preachers will say, um, what's it, what's it, what, what are these kind of prayer when they pray? You will shout, Amen. They say poverty has come to your end in your life. You say, Amen. Sir, at the first place, because you've been translated, your, your poverty consciousness should have ended if you are used to renew your mind. No sickness shall come out of yours. Amen. That's the promise of God. This is in black eyed already. A believer's mission fight against poverty, fight against village people. That means you you are still trying to live in the new with the old mindset. You only need the renewal of mind. You don't really need to fight. And you feel as like you are fighting poverty. When the Bible says it's just a sport so you can be rich, you are fighting poverty in your mind. You are supposed to rest. You fighting it shows you are not even at rest. You think in your mind you are trying to be healed. You are trying to fight sickness. I don't want to be sick. I don't. You already have wrong notions. You have complicated God in your mind. You think God could wash away your sins, but he couldn't wash away your sickness? You think God could wash away your sin, but he doesn't have power to... I mean, who lied to you at the first place? God is simple. The only way to start enjoying God is you have to quit thinking natural. I'm going to wake up in the morning and say, Lord, ah, as I'm going, please, don't let something um, devour enter my business. Don't let... And you are praying against what can never even touch you at the first place. You know, as long as the devil can get you occupied, 
with wrong questions, wrong prayer points, you think you are really doing something. You will go from mountain to mountain. You will just be looking for what is not. You'll be running as the person that beats the hair. Occupy it. It just give you work. And you think you are praying. God is simple. We are supposed to be resting and receiving the things he has promised. Bible says, and the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. If you preach that to people today, they won't believe it. Because they'll say, oh, so you mean you don't have to do anything? Yes. Ah, so you just have to believe that we are successful because God is with us? Yes. You mean you have to believe that good things will happen to us because God loves us? Yes. That's so simple. People will have, you know, it, it, it's too simple to be true. No, I think we are supposed to, ah, you know, hey, there's some devil. Are you okay? Which of that devil do you think just escaped when he was making a public spectacle of all of these guys? Oh, this without the book of Colossians 2.15 code this place. Oh, oh man, the Holy Spirit. Hmm. Colossians 2.15, I guess. And then you are still fighting on that. And I'm still thinking, which of the devil is the name of the own devil you are fighting? You now see why people are really not making too much progress in Christianity. And we put it back on God. God, I've been praying for the past two years. What have you been praying for? That God, every part of my father's house, they should go and die. Sir, I thought you said you are a born-again Christian. Yes. I thought you said you are seated in Christ far above village people, principalities and power. Yes. Then who are you fighting again? In your mind, you are already feeling defeated, thinking you are trying to win them. Then you didn't believe in Jesus' victory at the first place. Are you seeing where so many things have just... And then we comfortably still believe it without renewing our minds. God is simple. You need help a man to complicate him. The reason why many will not receive spiritual things is not because God is not giving. The moment Daniel prayed, God answered. Most of the time we pray for things and then we already planned how the answer must come. God, this is what I want. And then you already calculated it in your mind. And if you doesn't, if you don't get it that particular way, you now conclude God is not doing anything. And some of you, the moment God opens your eyes, why would you say I'm not doing anything? You start, God, forgive me. You see so many things God has done, but because you have, you have started God in your mind, this is how the answer must come. How to understand spiritual things? Spiritual things. You discern them. You discern them. You do. You don't have to say, Oh my God. I have been praying to God to bless me and I don't have money yet. Uh, yes, uh. God is truth. All men, let all men be liars. I'm praying for a partner all these days for years. God has not answered me. I, I, I don't believe that. You know what I believe? I believe God has given me an instruction at one time or the other. I believe. And if you follow that instruction, as long as you remain in the place of instruction and telling you, you will get your answer. For some of you, just okay, well. What God, I'm trusting for your partner, and God hears. That's why he's your father. So we think God is just one God. You don't. You think God is God Father, not God your Father. <laughs> he's your Father. You don't have to repeat, repeat, repeat. You know, like Africans, <laughs> we are used to. We just as if we want to be repeated. We are not doing the right thing, and people also make you feel bad for not. Oh my God. Anyway, Daniel chapter ten. So Daniel had an experience like that in the end of the nine, and then the next chapter, this same Daniel chose another thing to pray for, and then he started. Let me say this again: your fasting doesn't move God, your prayer, long prayer doesn't move God. Let me tell you what they do: they really help you in remaining in the place of faith. 
they help you to avoid unbelief. Unbelief. Unbelief of, ah, oh, I don't really think God can do this thing. All those doubt of, will God do it? So when you pray and you, for example, you pray for anything and you pray, you pray in tongues, Shabbala, Gamin, 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 So when you thought to come to your mind, are you really sure God will do it for you? You say, Belebala, Gamin, 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 As Jesus is my in this world, if God will do it for Jesus, He will do it for me. So it keeps you in faith, technically. He's not to move God. Any simple prayer you pray, as long as you pray in the name of Jesus. There's a place in the book of Isaiah. Somebody help me with this verse. Let me see if anybody can help me. If not, it's okay. It says, Before they ask, I will answer. Before they ask. Just Google that, that catchphrase. Before they ask, I will answer. Google it. It should be in the book of Isaiah. Just help me copy and paste that verse if you can find it. If not, it's okay. So let me wrap up. Daniel chapter 10. So Daniel again was waiting for another prayer point. He was waiting for something else. But this time, it took him three weeks. Daniel 10 2 says, at, a, at that time, I, Daniel, mourned for three weeks. So he, he, he was fasting and praying. He said, I had, I had, I ate no choice food, no meat or wine touched my leaves, and I used no lotions at all under the three weeks were over. So Daniel prayed for something else. And then, as far as man is concerned, Daniel said, oh my God, I've been trusting God for the past three weeks. You, you understand what I mean, right? That's Daniel's testimony now. Ah, guys, I, I pray for this, and then three weeks after, God did this. Sir, no. Technically, God didn't do it three weeks after. You saw the manifestation, or you got your answer three weeks after. In the spirit, the moment you pray, God answers. I confirm that for you in Daniel chapter 9. I want to confirm it for you again, the same thing in Daniel chapter 10. So Daniel chapter 10, Daniel prayed for something else for three weeks. And then the Bible says, listen everybody, angel appeared to him again. And then verse 10, Daniel 10, 10, downward. The Bible says, and a hand touched me and set me trembling on my hands and knees. He said, Daniel, you were highly esteemed. And the Bible says, you are loved. I love that, that part a lot. You are loved. To spirituality, you are loved. Consider fully the words I'm about to speak to you and stand up for I have now been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I struck trembling. Stop everybody. So again, this is an angel saying, you know what, Daniel? I want to tell you this. Daniel, I want to tell you this. Oh, thank you so much, David. Isaiah chapter 65, verse 24. The Bible says, I will answer them before they even call me. While they are still talking about their needs, I will go ahead and answer their prayers. Does that sound like you? Does that sound like the beloved of God? I think this God in the context here is, is talking about you and I. The chosen generation of God. The royal priesthood of God. If you preach this to another believer, they feel as you know, this is too simple. You mean, if, if I just even just say to God, God already heard. You know, Holy Spirit, who was this guy in the Bible? Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Was it Nathaniel? Jesus said, while you were still under the fig tree, I've seen you. Some of you think God doesn't know your name. I know some of you, we need to convince you that God really knows every single thing you're going through. Like, we need to convince you. Because another believer thinks, he has to inform God. God, I don't have this yet. Don't forget me, oh God. And then the next again, God, should in case you forget that I asked you yesterday. We don't say the way I'm saying it, but in, in other words, that's, that's what we do. God, don't forget. And Earlier this year, sometimes ago, I wanted to trust God for something. So I wrote the prayer point down. And then my plan was, I will pray for it until I see the result. I pray for it every day. After I pray for it for a while, for a few days, also just check with me. Do you think I don't know what you need? I felt bad. <laughs> we scraped the prayer point. <laughs> I stopped praying about it. <laughs> you know, at times you just feel as if we are informing God about our problem. And then you see, okay, God, in case you didn't hear very well, 
the Bible says you. If you read your Bible, you know places that you see the Bible. It will give you confidence. That the book of Hebrews chapter 10 says, do not throw away this confidence. Anytime you catch anything, remember in the word of God, don't throw away that confidence. Just this is the confidence we have that anything we ask according to his will, he will do for us. We quote these things, but when we pray, 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 you repeat prayer points, you pray, you pray, God, you're in case, and you feel as if you are trying to move God, and God, at times you cry, at times you fast, at times you do video, just trying to, it's because you don't believe the things you profess. If you really believe places like this, you believe that anything you ask in his name, he will do for you. You strongly believe that he said, ask, I'm giving unto you, and you strongly believe that he says, this is the confidence we have. You, you know this is why you pick your point unbelief package so if you feel as if well ah, i don't think god really had me when i pray let me pray about it again let me pray about it again most of the time what you what should be focusing on is to avoid unbelief because most of these things are unbelief have you ever wanted to pray a prayer point before and then you pray the prayer point and then somebody wants to pray for you with that thing again also you wanted to pray about it you felt tempted to pray about it again say no i already prayed about this i know i made a teaching one time with you guys i said most of the time when you pray for a thing if I, right now, and I did that to everybody when we were trusting God for a partner. And I said, everybody, when uh, I was teaching on scriptural prayer to pray, if you're trusting God for a partner, it's on Google. You can cut up, if you are new, you can just cut up with it. Just Google scriptural prayer in finding a life partner by Akimika is online. I remember I told everybody that would be the last time you ever prayed for it. For you to think you want to pray about it again is because you, you just have unbelief. God should, in case you forget, rather be giving thanks. That's the next thing you should be doing. When you trust for something, be giving thanks. Jesus will say something like, Father, I thank you because you always hear me. And every believer will say, God, in case, hola, fa, fa, ho, sa, my brother, who lied to you? Jesus will say, Thank you, Father, for hearing me. Thank you, Father, because you have heard me. He never repeated the prayer point. It is we that we, and we say, Well, we have been praying for many days. No, you are natural to approach. To receiving spiritual things. But first Corinthians 14 says the natural person cannot receive the things of the spirit. So Daniel, I have to wrap up. Daniel prayed for something for three weeks. And if Daniel wants to come tell you that you say, Well, guys, or if you meet Daniel in the second week, you say, guys, uh, don't talk to me right now. I'm, I'm, I'm fasting, I'm praying, I'm trusting God for something. And anyway, so the angel came to me, Daniel, again, and he told him, Everybody, listen, everybody. Verse 12. Then he continued, Do not be afraid, Daniel. Listen, everybody, this is powerful. This is these are the words of an angel. You guys should you should keep it to heart. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before the Lord, your words were heard. Stop. If you understand this statement, it will set you free. It will set you free from worrying your prayers, from worrying God in your mind. Rather to make you to be more in quote filled with thanksgiving thank you father because you have heard me thank you father because you know what i need thank you because i know you heard me the day i pray that will be your new lyrics it's not god please please and every believer is trying to go to beg god to heal him do you know what the extent jesus went through to to take your sickness and to die for your sins david said bless the lord oh my soul and forget not his benefits listen everybody he said bless the lord and forget not his benefits he said he will forgive your sins and heal your diseases that's david in the old testament that guy old testament he knew that his sins are forgiven he knew that god has healed his disease and every believer today is begging god to have mercy on him to forgive him so that he can come back into fellowship and every believer is begging god today so that god can have mercy upon him and now heal him if you read matthew chapter 10 verse 8 you'll be disappointed about healing you know Matthew 10, 8, he says, you, you, you uh, are listening right now, you go and heal the sick. We will beg God to heal the sick, you know. We, I don't know where we go to the natural from. 
You, God wants you to heal the sick. God wants you to go into the world and be his witness. Go and be healing people. You that are supposed to go, you are still, hey God, please have mercy upon me. No, you lay hands on yourself and you declare the healing of God, and that's it. But you can still feel the pain. Exactly. That's why you don't have to be natural with your approach to it. Because you don't have to, the pain won't go before you believe. You believe that the pain go. Do you understand? Anyway, finally, a good picture of 10 times. The angel said from the first day you set your mind to pray, God, God had, your words were hard. Your words were hard. So God didn't answer his prayer after three weeks. No. He got manifestation after three weeks. God answered his prayer the day he prayed. I made a, a, a lots of podcasts on this Daniel chapter 10, Daniel chapter 10. Go, go, on, go on the podcast. We have over 550 podcasts. Go on. You, you find it. But this is where I'm going, by the way. God is simple to spirituality. Approach him with the simple mindset. If you understand the simplicity of God, I'm telling you, it will make Christianity so easy for you. God is not one God. You have to psych, persuade, emotionally blackmail. No. No. I feel like this is the first time I'm ever going to preach in Yoruba. What I meant is you don't have to cry to get God's mercy. Jesus freely gave you the mercy of God. God is full and plenteous in mercy. His mercy is independent of you. If you think God saved you, by you receiving his salvation by the same token if you want any other thing you have to receive spiritually you discern you can't logicalize your salvation by the same token stop logicalizing your healing stop logicalizing your prosperity if god says you have it you have it and the lord was with joseph he was a successful man if you tell another believer, if you preach this to another believer they say, but I do still have money in my account. That's still you still being natural to everything I'm talking about. You are living from the physical in. You are supposed to live from the spiritual out. You are supposed to live from the inside out, not from the outside in. You are the favored of God, looking for where to manifest. You are highly favored, deeply loved, completely protected. These are the things that should be the kind of mindset you should have. Not you trying to fight poverty. For that one die, oh, for that one die. Are you okay? Who are for? Who are they? Who are, who, who, who? They don't even have your time. Do you understand? <laughs> we claim we are seated in Christ, but we still fight. We say over principalities, over village people. We are still fighting the same village people. Almost as if Jesus, you forgot to take care of my village people when you came. So I'm gonna take care of them. <laughs> The Bible says, whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. As long as you are born again, you are not trying to overcome. In fact, the Bible says, we overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. You are not fighting poverty. You are not trying to win. You won. The Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You are not trying to win. You are not trying to be greater than them. You are greater. Read the tenses of the scripture you have to understand who you are in Christ and how God really wants you to walk with him God is your father live like a son God is your father live like a daughter 
You know the way you approach your dad? Have you ever in your entire life had to cry and cry to persuade your earthly father before to give you something? Where did we get the notion of you have to cry, cry, beg God, psych him, make feel bad, hurt yourself so that you think you can get God's attention? You need to renew your mind. God is simple. You need a problem to complicate it. If you ask your dad, dad, I need school fee. The moment you tell him, he has heard. He can give you next week. But the moment you ask, he has heard. How much more your earthly father, your heavenly father. Who told you you have to just keep begging, keep praying, keep repeating? And you know, and at times, an avid believer now, he has prayed for something for so long, he doesn't really have too much knowledge about the word of God. And plus, if God is not answering, you know, God gets the blame for everything that happens to a believer most of the time. They say, God, why, why? We blame God. Anyway, and then he has prayed in his mind. If he feels like God did the his prayer for three months. So his faith is getting weak. Because he feels like, well, we are doing really good to church. I have been begging God. It is not God. You are looking at the wrong places. You are putting respect on the wrong person. God is faithful. He's faithful now. Whatever things you desire when you pray, believe. We should be doing more of believing and less of praying. Peter says, "If our good, I don't have, but what I have, you know, this one, I know I have it. I know I have healing." So I can give you. I'm not fighting sickness. There was no time any of the disciples were sick. Go and read your Bible. There was not a single time. Go and read your Bible. They, they were not fighting sickness. They were giving healing. Go and read your Bible. So you're not fighting. It doesn't matter how, the pain you have, you have on, or any, on your body. You are not fighting the pain. No. You know what the pain has come to do? The pain on your body is only coming to test your faith. It's coming to come and test to know whether you really claim to believe or you only, in quote, say the things you say. Because we don't believe. If you say, I am the healed of God, you know what will happen? Pain will come. They will come and test it. Are you really healed? And then if you say, yes, I am healed, it will go. If the pain comes and say, I am healed, ah, ah, health is my inheritance, I walk in perfect health, and the pain comes on your body, and your lyrics change from I walk in perfect health to oh boy, you have us. Ah, you don't die. Your regular pain. You've changed your testimony. So that means your reality changed just by a test of circumstance. Circumstance will come and test the things you believe. I walk in power. I walk in dominion. I'm, I have miracle. I am uh, I have dominion. Okay, no problem. So something will come and test that thing you claim to believe. I am supernaturally blessed. Okay. Let's check your account balance. The moment it gets to minus and then your lyrics change to, oh boy, you are broke. Oh. Then you realize you are not really, really, in quote, you only claim to believe. You do not believe. Because you can't believe and be, <laughs> I'm looking at the best of this, and at the same time, you are disappointed. It's not possible. Things will test what you believe. That's what it means to be in faith. You have to remain in faith. You know, I always tell people it's easy to say, well, I have abundance. I will lend out to nations. When you have money in your account, I really want to know when the test of you having little comes and you still hold fast your confession, then we will know. Hmm. 
you are indeed a believer you are not professing to believe you are a believer god told me this god spoke to me of course it's easy to say when the ministry is blooming when you have 17 people connected i really want to know if you really still know that god really spoke spoke to you when you have three people connected <laughs> you need to understand situations doesn't change who you are they come to test who you are do you understand well you know what the pain is for example a pain on your body the pain is not a problem the pain is an indication that a part of your body needs in quote needs attention needs you to look at it the pain doesn't redefine you why would you allow yourself to be changed because of a situation situation of a moment because you feel otherwise and you redefine yourself otherwise nope you are still who you are the righteousness of god you are still who you are the blessed of god you are still who you are the healed of god keep this to our spirituality your god is a simple god don't let let anybody complicate him for you as much as you can renew your mind please so that i can begin to receive spiritual things stop thinking natural if you need something trust god for it and then believe him because he said he would do it he said he would do exceedingly abundantly above what you can think or imagine we give you all the praise father precious father we thank you because from each moment we pray you answer us you are faithful and just you don't know how to lie and then we know you are faithful and just lord we know we know we know and lord we pray let this mind be in us let this mind be in every one of us in the name of jesus let these words bear fruit in our heart to the glory of your name thank you precious jesus for in jesus beautiful name i will pray and let god's people say amen thank you so much you spirituality god bless you um don't forget give people words of grace people will offend you you can't escape it as long as you are alive and you're doing the right things <laughs> thank you lord jesus all right you spirituality god bless you and if they send another thing we'll communicate to you guys um tomorrow we'll be having a relationship 301 and then i'll be giving you guys the details of my wedding that's coming up this month if you miss tomorrow's session technically that means you miss the access to streaming my wedding <laughs> you understand so try and make it tomorrow so i'll give you details tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow and then yeah i'm going to preach last relationship 301 and then the next time i come back from vacation it will be me preaching on Every everybody statement. Okay, guys, wait one second. That was my wife. My wife said, "My wife, my wife." Okay, just kidding. Not today. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. God bless you. <laughs>